welcome to Career Style. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Dario Evans, and today we have Megan Ford. Hello. Hi, Megan. <laughs> and Megan is a senior enterprise risk management analyst. Did I get that right? A mouthful, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And so we'll just get right into it. So I always like to start with how we met because networking is very important. Yeah. And is. so um, we met in college and in CNW. Yes. And we didn't keep in touch, um, but we rekindled, I guess you can say, in yeah. um, New Orleans when NCNW did the reunion trip. Yep. And found out that we both live in Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> Small world, world. Right. it's it's so many of us here. I didn't even There's or in Houston, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, and, and Texas um, in general. Yeah, and and so to piggyback where we went to college at, we went to Florida State. Yeah, go nose. Yeah, go nose. <laughs> and so, what was your degree? Um, so I got a dual degree, mm-hmm. Bachelor of Science in Risk Management and Insurance and Finance. Nice, nice. So does someone who wants to work as a senior risk management analyst, do they have to have a degree? Yeah, so I would say to work in risk management, you do need to have a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say there's kind of a another side to risk management around insurance. Okay. Um, so you could be like an insurance agent or an insurance broker, and those careers are a little bit more... You know, you don't have to necessarily have a degree, mm-hmm. but for risk management specifically, I would say, yeah, it's it's good to have one and then also to kind of grow in the field mm. and kind of move up if that's your desire. Um, a degree, at least a bachelor's would be ideal. Okay, nice. And so if you faced any, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced in your career and how did you overcome them? Yeah, so I would say starting out in my first job, I worked in a software company and I worked in insurance and risk management. Um, That company recruited like right out of college. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people that I worked with were young and, you know, my age, I could get along with them. But we also worked with clients. So at that job, I was more of a consultant, Mm. consultant role. Um, And as you can imagine, working with like Fortune 500 companies and I'm working with their risk management teams and stuff like that. I'm working with people who are a lot older than me. Yeah. So I'm coming in as like a, I don't know, I was probably like 21 or something and really just navigating, like making my influence kind of pertinent and also like exuding confidence, I would say, even though you're years older than me, kind of coming into meetings. I know this knowledge, you know, Mm -hmm. I have this knowledge and I can speak to what I what I know. So I think just navigating, dealing with older people was a big challenge. For yeah. Me. I hear a lot of people say that. So when you um, were in college, did you do any internships or anything like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I interned with two different companies mm-hmm. um, in my junior and my senior year. Um, but then I ended up kind of going for a different role once mm-hmm. I went full time. So I didn't intern with that specific company, but I did have some internships under my belt, some work experience and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember what those roles were? Yeah. So those were more finance roles. Um, so the first one was a business and accounting intern. Okay. Um, and then the other one, I, it was some, it was like a finance intern. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have that dual degree in finance mm. as well. So my internships were more tailored to that. Even though I knew I wanted to go into risk management, I kind of just took the opportunity to yeah. get some experience in yeah. my belt and then went from there. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I like to bring up um, whether people did internships or not because it's really important. A lot of these jobs, when you're high, you're applying for entry level, but they're still looking for you to have some type of experience. Yeah. And so those internships can really make up for that. Yeah, so, I would totally agree with that. If, you, if you're you know in college right now or kind of pursuing a different career, internships are like the best way to kind of get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And then you never know, like some companies get – 
you know, offer you full time jobs after, after that. Exactly. And that's like you have a job out of college, you're good. Yeah. So. And some of these companies are paying good yes, money for, for internships. internships. Yes. 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 Like m- the company I work for, their interns are making anywhere from like twenty eight to forty three dollars an hour. Yes. So <laughs> I have an intern this year as well that I'm kind of overseeing. And, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're making good money. They're so just money. go for it. Um, and I always say, if you can get paid, even better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So what do you enjoy about risk management? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I think people think about risk management and maybe think it's boring mm-hmm. or we come in as like the negative people who say like, you know, you can't do this. Um, but in my role specifically, it's a new challenge every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working with cross-functional groups. So I'm not just working with my team. Um, I work with people in the legal department. I work with people in talent. I Mm. work with people in infosec, like all across the spectrum. So I think that's something that I enjoy about it. Mm -hmm. I get to have exposure across the company that some people don't get in, you know, the, the, the role that they may be in. Yeah. Um, I think also for me, I have a unique opportunity to have an executive presence in mm. my role. So that is super important. And I've had it for a while in some other roles as well, mm-hmm. where I'm able to, again, my young age, kind of present to executives mm-hmm. in front of them and show them, okay, this is what I'm capable of. And I think that, you know, has helped me Absolutely. in my career for sure. That sounds um, so cool. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. And a big, a big challenge, it but a cool challenge. challenge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I think risk management in general gives you the opportunity to look at a company holistically mm-hmm. um, and kind of see the different processes that are going on, the different efficiencies that could be, you know, could come from risk management mm-hmm. um, and then you know you can kind of go from there yeah so how long did it take for you to get a job after you graduated yeah so I had my job lined up before I graduated nice so yeah so I had internships of course um, and that I think helped me mm-hmm. but again we went to Florida State University and I studied in the risk management and insurance program mm-hmm. so we had this specific thing called insurance days where all of these different companies would come in before we graduated as seniors and yeah. interview people literally for jobs like nice at, like in our senior year so I took advantage of that absolutely I had a few different you know interviews um so I I had my job secured before I graduated so That's I went amazing. back home for a couple months yeah and came out here to Dallas and so you've been in Dallas since you graduated yes. nice yep. and where are you from I'm from Florida I'm from South Florida the South Florida yep. nice okay and so how do you, how does that feel like because we've been out of college for a couple of years now, and yes. you've been gone the entire time. Yeah. How was that, like, deciding to move away from home? Yeah. So I think for me, I've always been an independent person. Nice. So even when I went to college, I went to college six hours away from home. Mm-hmm. So that was my first feel of, like, being away from home. Mm-hmm. So once I graduated college, I kind of knew that I did not want to go back to Florida. Nice. So I interviewed for jobs literally outside of Florida. Like, <laughs> there might have been a couple, but I interviewed in, like, here in Texas, mm-hmm. Colorado, like, all over. Nice. Um, so I think it was a good challenge, again, for me to, like, leave that comfort zone of being right. home. And I have family here. I have friends here. Mm-hmm. So that really helped the transition. Um, but I, I think I would encourage people to take that leap of faith if they, you know, are comfortable doing it. And I know everyone's not able to. Right. But if you are able to, at least for a couple years, 
leave your hometown, experience something new, meet new people, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's I totally agree. It's, yeah, the best like reward. It, I think it it feels so good. So I'm also from South Florida, and um, it was challenging for me because I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I only moved here with my husband. Like we didn't have any family out here really. Right. But I agree. Like you kind of, you really just learn yourself. Yes. You're out of your comfort zone. You have to make it do what it do. Yes, you really do. <laughs> you know, and so, but. It just strengthens you and you really find out what you're capable of. So I totally agree. I agree. And, you know, you just get exposure to things that you would not get exposure to in your hometown. You know, you can always visit. Go back Mm -hmm. home. I go back home to Florida at least once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Like when I first moved here, I I wasn't going back a lot. But here lately I I have been. And it's like, okay, I go eat something that I like to eat (laughs) and then I come right back home. It's nothing, you know. Absolutely. So when you did your interviews, were there anything, were there any strategies or anything that you did to prepare? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I think most of the interviews that I've done have kind of followed the STAR method. So mm. that's one aspect. Um, but I'm a, I'm a researcher. I'm mm-hmm. very much into, you know, I need to know what this company is about. Yes. I need to look up people on LinkedIn and mm. see like, mm-hmm. you know, who works here stuff like that um, so yeah so I do a lot of research on the company um, and then I kind of think through general questions you know that kind of go through my resume but then I also think of questions for the interviewer um, to make sure that this you know it's a mutual fit right I think when you're interviewing for jobs you definitely have to make sure one that they think that you're a good fit but you have to also make sure that the company is a good fit for you I absolutely um, so, agree yeah I think researching the company is the biggest thing um, yeah and like detailed research like not what are some websites or anything that you use yeah, if so you could I, think of any yeah i usually just use the actual company's website okay um so for example the company that i work for we have like core values and mm. mission statements and things like that so i make sure when i go into an interview i understand what this company stands yeah. for i look up their you know diversity equity and inclusion i look up all of these different like components of the company mm-hmm. um to make sure that's it's a good fit so how have you continued to grow and develop your skills throughout your career? And what strategies have you found most effective for professional development? Yeah. Um, so I think starting out early in my career, I was really big on the path of getting certifications. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my field, there's several different certifications or designations that I can get to kind of continue my education mm-hmm. without like getting a whole other degree or anything like that. So that's one way. Um, I've also done like public speaking courses. Nice. Um, yeah, usually offered through my company because mm-hmm. I do, again, kind of present to executives. I present just to people in general. Um, so it's important for me to be polished and mm-hmm. exude confidence and all that stuff. So I think that's a, a big you know, component of mm-hmm. my growth and kind of how I've strengthened different skill sets within my career. Yeah. Um, and then also I would say like mentorship um, mm. throughout different companies has helped me. Um, I've had some really good supervisors in the past, but also just mentors who can talk me through, you know, career path. Who yeah. May not be my direct supervisor. Yeah. So. Does your, the companies that you work for, do they pair you with the mentor or do you, is that something you go and you seek out yourself? Yeah. So that's usually something I go out and seek myself. Mm. Um, I have had it paired before. Um, but I usually, especially like in current roles, I'll just slap some time on someone's calendar, yeah. like a meet and greet. And sometimes that turns into like a mentorship relationship um, as we kind of stay connected. So speaking of mentors, can you tell me about a mentor or a role model who's had a significant impact on your career? Yeah. Um, so I had a mentor in a previous um, 
role and she worked at the company that I was at um, and she was like a director level mm-hmm. um, and with her like we just kind of had a connection from the ground running mm-hmm. um, so she would give me advice she would give me you know ways to kind of navigate different challenges that I was facing in that workplace um, and I think even after I left that company our friendship kind of mm-hmm. remained so mm-hmm. that's something that has been like really beneficial for me and she still acts as a mentor for me nice um, but she you know turned into a friend, friend like, now. yeah yeah yeah, and I think one piece of advice that I've been given um, from her, I think a lot of people, you know, when you're navigating the corporate world and careers and all that stuff, people will tell you, like, oh, you'll get into places through networking, mm-hmm. of course, and it's all about, like, who you know. Mm-hmm. It's all about, like, who knows you, you know, who you know. Um, but she kind of flipped it and said, it's also important to know, like, who knows you? Like, mm. you know, you can know someone, but they may not know you. They True. may not know to advocate for you in certain spaces and in certain you know rooms and things like that so that's like one piece of advice that I've, I've taken with me for that sure. is great advice yeah, because it is. it is who you know but if <laughs> they, they don't know, know you, you they yeah. can't speak for you right they exactly. can't advocate, advocate for you like she said exactly. that is great advice yeah. actually and so is your role stressful and if so like how do you handle that do you have like a good work-life balance what does that look like yeah that's a good question um I would say that my company for sure offers a lot of flexibility, Mm. offers a lot of, you know, you need to get your work done, but we also know that you're human Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So I would say I have a pretty good work-life balance. Um, A lot of my work is project-based, though. Mm -hmm. So that does get a little stressful for me as far as navigating my own schedule, if you will. So I don't really have, like, a daily task that I'm completing every single day that I know I need to complete. Right. It's more like, okay, you have this project that someone presented to you, and you need to figure out how to get it to the finish line mm-hmm. in, a, in a decent timeline. Um, so that's something that I've, I've still been kind of working through as far as setting my schedules. And I also work remote, so that can be stressful and challenging. And there's peaks and valleys. Um, and another thing in my role is there's a lot of ambiguity as mm-hmm. well. So, again, going back to those projects, someone may, a VP, may come to me and say, hey, we want to do this, but not have, like, any other details, no other yeah. context, and it's like you go figure it out. So I think that's another thing that can be challenging for me is mm-hmm. okay. What do we I have this problem? <laughs> but what do we do about yeah. it? And coming up with the ideas mm. and kind of socializing them and stuff like that. But, so you're definitely a problem solver. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I hear a lot of roles say I have problem solving as a skill set or something Absolutely. like that. Yep. <laughs> nice. And so, where when you first started. How was um, your work-life balance then? Because I hear a lot of people come fresh out of college and they just don't have those boundaries. They don't even know what boundaries to set when it comes down to work and personal. So what did that look like for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So again, when I first started, I was kind of more in a consultant role. So Mm -hmm. that was a lot harder, I guess, as far as just having meetings back to back, having um, clients that I had to kind of prep things for and things like that. So um, I would say that my work-life balance may have been a little worse then, but I still, at the end of the day, had very good managers mm. who I think have really like helped me understand those boundaries. Um, and at that time, we were also going to the office, so I think that might have been a little different as well. Um, but yeah. So that's so nice to hear. Um, I do know that a lot of people complain about that, but you just have to find your way. Yeah. You have to find your way. You have to figure out what boundaries you even need to set exactly. to have that good work-life balance. So that was good to talk about. And what are some of your most proudest achievements of your career so far? And what did you learn from those experiences? 
Yeah. Um, so I think starting off, I've, you know, definitely led a lot of different projects mm-hmm. that I won't go into detail about. Right. But I think overall being able to execute and lead a project from start to finish um, has been one of my proudest achievements, I guess, um, in general. I think, for example, um, we were onboarding like a new software company Mm -hmm. or a new software system Mm -hmm. um, that we were going to use in risk management to like identify risk and document our risk assessments Mm -hmm. and things like that. So kind of sourcing that new kind of platform, again, presenting it to executives and under, help, helping them understand, you know, the value and the benefit of this tool mm-hmm. and then leading it to execution was, you know, a good achievement for me. I bet. Yeah, I think also I've had the opportunity to kind of influence a lot of the younger generation, I guess you can say. Uh-huh. Um, so like I mentioned before, we have an intern kind of at my company this year who I am kind of leading different projects and kind of acting as a supervisor for her and things like that. Um, and I've had that same kind of role in previous positions as well. So, again, I think just being able to kind of give back to mm-hmm. someone who's younger than me, someone who's in college, who I was in your shoes. Yeah, I, I totally understand. And being able to kind of help them navigate their career has been, help, you know, a good accomplishment for me. As absolutely. Well. Yeah. That's exciting. Always any opportunity to give back is exciting. Right. Yes, and definitely absolutely. make you feel good. Yeah. Feel like you're doing something good. What about so. Just for my own knowledge, so it sounds like you more so, like you say, manage projects. You don't necessarily manage people. Is that correct? Or? That's correct. Okay. Um, so, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that I manage specific projects. So I kind of have my own projects that I work on. Okay. And I kind of have to lead those to execution. Okay. Um, but in general, kind of the risk management role is to embed strategic risk management into mm-hmm. the enterprise. Okay. So if you think about some companies, so my team is called like an enterprise risk management team. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you'll have like a legal team and they'll have their own risk management process. Okay. And then talent, they may have their own risk management processes. And then let's say compliance. Okay. They're going to have their own. So those are all siloed. Those are all individual teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only thinking about their risk to the company, only thinking about what impacts them. And so my role and my team's role is to kind of bring all of that together and kind of funnel it up to executives so that they know these are the key risks to the company. These are the risks that we need to have you know, mitigations yes. for and kind of action plans on and kind of roll all of that up into the broader the broader realm. That's nice to hear. I'm glad I asked that question because I think about career transitioners. So for someone who may have been like a paralegal in certain fields, they could probably, of course, you might want to go get your bachelor's in this to learn the processes and procedures, but they could probably be a good asset to a um to the legal department that is mitigating risk right absolutely yeah Yeah. and then also i think everyone is a risk manager in their own way right we all kind of manage something that could happen bad or something bad that could happen to Mm -hmm. the company um so it's just those silos that my team tries to break down so that everyone kind of has insight and transparency into okay these are the biggest risks to the company. This is what we need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to tackle that and how are we going to combat that? So what's the goal that you're trying to accomplish in the next five or 10 years? Yeah, 
Um, so I think pertaining to my career, I definitely, if I, you know, stay in risk management and things like that, have a goal to just continue to progress in the company mm-hmm. um, and kind of level up my position and mm. things of that nature. Um, I also have some other certifications that I'm looking to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are around, again, project management. Um, so like so PMP? PMP is yeah. one um, that I'm looking at. And then also the Google certification mm-hmm. um, I may start with. So just to kind of brush up on my project management skills. Absolutely. Again, I kind of have the baseline skill sets, um, but I, you know, I can always learn more. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And then also I may go back and get my master's uh, at some point. So Mm -hmm. that's that's another goal. Do you attend networking um, work events such as happy hour work conferences? And I asked that because there was a big debate. Um, I'm in like a lot of Facebook groups. Uh-huh. And there was this big debate where everybody was like, oh, I don't do that. And really? I'm like, why? Why don't you want to yeah. go and network and put yourself out there and meet other people and yeah. see? You know, you might meet somebody that's doing something that was never on your radar. Exactly. And you may get interested. So is that something that you participate in? So when my company, um, when we travel for work, sometimes we'll have you know, happy hours with different teams to kind of mingle and kind of get face with those teams. Um, But I also, yeah, I do attend happy hours. I do attend different networking events. Mm -hmm. I've been involved in some other organizations, kind of more professional Mm -hmm. organizations. Um, And again, to your point, I did get exposure to people who work at Microsoft, people who work at so many different companies. Right. um, And kind of crossing those paths and having that networking behind you um, has helped me. Absolutely. So are there any other like um, extracurricular activities or organizations that you participate in outside of work? Yeah. Um, So outside of work, so starting, this one is still risk management related, but Mm -hmm. it's not through my company. Um, So I sit on the board for a, yeah, for um, a national risk management organization, Mm -hmm. specifically for the rising risk professionals group. Mm. Um, So there's a subset of people who work to, again, kind of like we're doing, educate people in risk management, educate them on the opportunities there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I sit on the board for that. That's nice. Yeah, and then I also um, have attended, there is an organization here in Dallas called DFWULYP. So it's a young professional segment of the Urban League. Mm, um, yeah, look into that. Yeah, look into it. I've attended a lot of their different um, events. And again, just networking, meeting people. I've met some close friends through there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have some good kind of you know, professional events, but then also networking, happy hours, things like that. Nice. I haven't heard of that one. Definitely mm-hmm. have to look that up. So, um, do you have other streams of income? And I and I I wanna highlight this because sometimes you don't know that there's other ways that you can make money. And yeah. so what does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say the main way that I kind of get additional income and I think it's very important to have additional streams um, but I've taken an approach for aggressive investing mm. so you know that can pay dividends and yes. you know just as the stocks rise you you make money so um, I would say that's my primary way of additional streams of income how did you learn about that your parents did you yeah. look on YouTube that's a good question um, so I think it's a combination of both so mm-hmm. my parents did set me up well mm-hmm. as far as educational or educating me on financial literacy yes. and things like that. But I will say my parents did not invest as much as, you know, I think some people do. So I think I learned the actual investing piece from YouTube, mm. just from different Instagram yeah. posts. Like yeah. there's a lot of financial literate uh, or financial uh, Instagram pages mm-hmm. that can help you kind of learn, you know, what to do. And you don't have to take an aggressive approach to begin. I think just starting 
what advice can you give someone trying to enter this role? Yeah, so risk management, like I've said before, is a really broad career. Um, So I think just starting off with internships Mm -hmm. is kind of the best way to get your foot in the door, even if it's not a specific risk management role. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I had internships where they weren't in risk management. Um, So I think just getting your foot in the door, getting that corporate experience is kind of a a start. Um, And then also if someone's looking at risk management actually like specifically, I've mentioned certifications, but there's also like undergrad certifications Mm. that people can get. Um, So one is called like the UACIC. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what it stands for, but we could put it on the screen maybe. Yeah. Um, So yeah, those kind of certifications will, again, just broaden your knowledge on risk management, the components of risk management. Um, And it looks good on your resume. Absolutely. You know, you will kind of have that already under your belt and then if you want to get some more certifications once you get into your career you'll have that opportunity as well Mm -hmm. um and then another i think just broader piece of advice that i would give is going back to mentors Mm. i think even in undergrad or even in college there's opportunities for you to have mentors there's opportunities for you to you know look up to someone who's older than you who Mm -hmm. maybe has done what you're trying to do or something of that nature. Um, I know when I went to Florida State, they also had a program where they would uh, pair students with people who were already in the workforce Mm -hmm. and in the risk management field. So again, networking, that's going to help you get a job. That's going to help you just in the long term. So I like that. So what would you tell your younger 12th grade self? Ooh, um, I would just tell her to go for it. Yes. Like, there's so many things that I wanted to do literally in, like, 12th grade in high school that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of fear, just out of what are people going to think, what are my friends going to say, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you go for it, when you look, whatever, you know, go going for it looks like for you, when you look down 10 years or so, you're going to be like, oh, I'm so proud that I did yes. that. I'm so happy that I did this. Um, so, yeah, I think that would it's cliche but I think that's a good piece of advice like just go for it do what you you know are passionate about Mm -hmm. and it'll all work out yes (laughs) well guys this is Megan Ford again she's a senior enterprise risk management analyst so that's definitely a role that you can look into if problem solving maybe a little project management or what did you say like an executive presence yeah executive presence strategic risk management all that all that if that if those are some things that like spark an interest in your family look into that role and this is career style and we're out